What is up, everybody? We are back with another episode of the Gaming Unleashed podcast. We are on episode 15. With me today, as always, is Toby. However, we got a new soul joining us today, going by the name of Brandon. Welcome, Brandon. Thank you. So, as you can see, we got some stuff that we're going to be talking about. is Splatoon, Switch, just all... For some reason, we're just now the Nintendo podcast, so we're just going to roll with that. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyways, also, Toby, what have you been up to? You said you, it sounded like you said uh, Brandum or something. Like you didn't oh, have he, the N when you first said it. Brand, Brandum, huh? Brandum. Oh wow, wow! I guess oh. I got another nickname to add. Yeah, there we yeah. go. So prior to the, him being on the podcast, we made jokes because uh, we were like, he's got like so many names. He's Daniel, but he's Brandon, but he's Junkrat, but now he's Brandum. So just just another nickname to the pile how do you how do you feel about that junkrat daniel uh i mean it it is what it is i just (laughs) feel it's just more i'm gonna have to remember and pay (laughs) attention to uh yeah so well toby what have you been up to nickname pile arc please um (laughs) also if anyone's watching like the video we have a crying pikachu because for some reason the chat isn't working uh, we don't know why it's just not working in obs so it's, it's an issue that i'll have resolved for next time but what i've been up to this week has been what have i been up to i mean other than splatoon um i haven't been doing much other than like i've played some rocket league and then just college life but then splatoon 2 came out so I've been on that train. Let's see. Thoughts about the game. Uh, it's it's everything Splatoon 1 is, basically. It's just updated. It's got new stuff. Some new weapons. The returning weapons come. Uh, they kind of refreshed one map. I don't know if there's another map that I don't remember. Oh, no, they refreshed two maps um, from Splatoon 1 at the moment. And, and then basically the, all the other maps are or new another thing and actually someone data mined i think uh splatoon's uh, a reviewer i guess or something they said they were they data mined a review copy before the games came out and they said that there were like texts in the game that refers to basically all the old splatoon 1 maps and so people are basically saying like okay they're probably basically going to be refreshing Maybe just about all, but I think one of these Splatoon 1 maps, if that is to be true, hmm. which I think is awesome because then you got to think like there's eight maps, I think, right now um, for just general multiplayer. And so if you take all the the Splatoon 1 maps, I mean, I, I think you're adding, what, another six or so? So it just uh, I don't it, know how it, many maps are on the original. So, yeah, so it just it, it's just so many more maps and that's awesome. Um, I've had an absolute joy playing with it. Uh, the single player is basically, if you've played Splatoon 1 single player, you've played Splatoon 2 single player mostly. I mean, it's the same concept where you go and you have to find the the level entries and uh, reveal them. And basically it's in the, in the same way of how you go world to world, so on and so forth. So... Other than just some other some more story details, 
um, it's going to be the same. And I know it has a lot of people bummed out because they were like, hey, Splatoon 2, you know, maybe now they're going to kind of go go in and do something crazy. Yeah. How did the, um, speaking of just like game mechanics and everything like that, how like, how do, how do the ultimate ultimates feel to you compared to the first game? Balanced. They are, they are, they already have a good balance to them. I mean, they, some of them returned in just different ways. Like there's one where it makes your whole team invincible and you could take one big attack and then it breaks. Um, and that was, that was basically like pretty much a bubbler, but bubbler was, you were completely invincible for the entire duration. This one's just like you're, you're invincible to one big attack. And so oftentimes what I do there is I will, uh, set like, I'll intentionally take a big hit. That's kind of what I've been doing right now in multiplayer. Like if someone throws a bomb, but I want to kill them. Like I'll intentionally take the bomb hit while charging after them, uh, while popping that just to kind of like, cause usually they're, it's kind of like, you know, they'll throw the bomb to try to, uh, kind of pressure me away from them. Yeah. And so usually I do that move to keep the pressure on them. That's things you can do. Uh, like I said, other than that, there's Salmon Run. Uh, it's That's awesome. I haven't had a chance to play it yet because when the chance came up when I was playing with my friends last night, they one of them was just like, eh, I don't care for it because I guess he's already tried it and he wasn't yeah. a fan, but he's usually, he's weird. So it's hard to say, but um, let's see. Other than that, like that's it new new weapons and everything else it's it's basically like if you played the first one i still recommend buying the second one because it's awesome if you haven't played the first one it's like 100 percent buy splatoon 2 no no questions asked buy it play it love it and that's it at least for splatoon 2 nice nice well uh basically i've been playing just a ton of unturned uh dakota and uh, he has you listed as an admin, Toby, which is funny considering you never freaking play. I'm busy with college but... life. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've just been playing a bunch of Unturned, uh, playing with Bebo. He's been my partner where we do raids and stuff like that. So it, it's just been a lot of fun. There's a whole, compared to the last time I played, there's tons of more guns and just more content in general. You can have a, a lot of fun. I'm hoping that we can get the server turned over to PvP pretty soon because right now it's set as PvE. Uh, but when we get it over to PvP, it'll it'll be a lot more fun just to go on raids against players instead of just zombies. So, yeah, that's pretty much it with me. How about the new fellow over here, Brandon? What have you been up to? Well, this week has been pretty eventful for two releases for me, Albion Online and Dark and Light, which is based on an MMO I played back in 2006. Um, Haven't gotten too much time invested in either of them um, because I've put some Worlds Adrift in there, which is another fantastic game that I'm having a lot of fun with. But Albion Online is definitely my top pick for right now because I'm an old school RPG type person and I love... RuneScape, and that's really what this reminds me of. It's it's that very grindy, kind of niche MMO. Yeah. Um, 
and it's just it's a it's a blast right now just grinding up tiers of weapons and armor and everything but other than that i've just pretty much stuck to those they all came out towards the end of this week as well so can't really go into too much detail with uh dark and light besides the fact that it's made by the company that owns the company that o- that made arc so it's the same engine <laughs> Maybe and the, the company same... that owns the company that owns the company. Yeah. Um, Snail, uh, Snail Games owns, I forget who made Ark, but the Dark and Light game has the sound effects, the mechanics, the graphics, the icons are all the same as Ark. But it doesn't mean it's a bad game. But it has every fault that Ark has, this game has. But it's a lot of fun so far, so. Okay. Yeah, besides that. <laughs> well, I guess moving right along with our topic train, we're going to be talking about the Switch app. So, oh, there you go. I'm sorry, Toby. What? Triggered. I did my little... Oh. So I had to get one in during the <laughs> podcast, too. God damn it. But, yeah, hey, hey. One for the montage. So, what really has been going with the Switch app, fail-wise? Either of you just oh, jump in on I'll, it. I'll jump in and, and kind of introduce it. Uh, so okay, so let's let's rewind to January. All right, the Switch is basically completely unveiled and everything else. And Nintendo's like, okay, guess how you're going to communicate with voice? We're going to have this app, and this app is going to be basically our, our our way of taking like Xbox Live and a lot of that functionality but we're going to put it into an app. And I mean, even from that initial moment until this point, I would say a majority of people have been um, very uh, negative towards it. Not, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, in a, in a, they've, de- they've definitely been like, that's kind of dumb. Why is that a thing? <laughs> so, you know, and the Nintendo has been very kind of like, big on it or just like we're doing this we're going forward this is happening and basically now the app's out it came out alongside of splatoon 2 which because that was obviously needing to be a thing because splatoon 2 was going to have all this functionality it comes out and basically it's people are, are now just extremely vocal on this isn't working this is very bad um and there's a few reasons it's just like one you got to have the screen always on you you go to put your phone into sleep mode voice cuts out um if i i know at least someone has said for sure on ios i haven't tested this on android but if you pull down the notification slide it cuts out so you can't even pull down the notification slide you can't multitask on your phone you can't leave the app to go check like your text messages or whatever else as soon as you do that you're cut out and that is, in my opinion, the big part of it is when it needs to be able to where you can shut your phone off because the the big battery drain of a phone is the display, the the, the screen. That is a huge battery drain, yeah. uh, especially for an app like this where it's you know it's not it's not a game. It's just meant for voice, so it's not in itself going to be draining the battery from the CPU, but it's going to be draining the battery from the screen. 
And so people have been pretty outspoken, like, why is this like this? I mean, you look at apps like Discord and Skype, you could put your phone into sleep mode. You can multitask and still talk to your friends in those apps. And so a lot of people are kind of just boggled down with, okay, Nintendo, if you're really insistent on this being a thing, then do it right. This isn't the right way. You know, you should have, this should have been in there from day one where there was multitasking and there was putting your phone in sleep mode. That needs to be a thing because obviously at this point you already need like what, two wires potentially. Um, unless you get that little peripheral to combine the switch audio with your phone's audio into a headset. But even then now, now you got to add on an extension cord potentially to now plug in your phone, which is then annoying because again, with the screen on, it does cause heat uh, just from the screen and everything yeah. else so you're and then charging your phone does get hot just from charging and so it's just, all these things coupled together it's like you're gonna your phone's just gonna be hot you can't shut your screen off it's just like it's a mess right now uh to say the I, least go ahead honestly i just feel like this is just gimmicky on nintendo's ha- behalf like like a little bit i'm it's like, it's going back to the switch I could days. see it though like i could i i can agree with what they want to do but what I wish they would do is make it an option and put this functionality on the Switch. So you could use the app or the Switch for when well, you're, when you're like, out on the go and you could just then just use yeah. the phone. But my whole thing with it is it's like when the Switch was like first announced, everybody thought that it was just going to be very gimmicky. Um, kind of like the Wii U with their you know tablet control thing. Or the Wii U with um, motion controls, I guess. You could, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like with... I'll use Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Wii U for an example. You know, you had that center screen, which was your map. You know, it was not really useful because you could still access the map. And I feel like they still are trying to push things that they don't need to push. It is not difficult and it's not that resource hungry to put voice chat on the Switch itself. It's, yeah, it's hard to say. And... Who knows if we'll ever know because obviously Nintendo's just going to do the PR move, you know, and say something super generic and they won't come out and be like, well, here's the, you know, the actual reason like, oh, maybe it is resources. Like what it, you know, it's like, what if they're trying to push the CPU to its absolute full limits? Yeah. And that was their way of offloading those resources. And that's their reasoning. You know, it's, it just becomes a lot of those questions. Like you don't know. And they probably won't tell, and maybe they might. They march to the beat of their own drum. That is true. Very true. I don't know. It's just how I feel. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I feel like everyone's been pretty outspoken on this isn't good, Nintendo, this is bad. And so we'll see what Nintendo does. I'm still holding to the belief of the reason why they delayed the online service being actual paid is I feel like it's because they're going to go back and potentially add some of these functionalities into the Switch. I feel like they knew because even from day one, they knew that this response was here. And I feel like right now they're just still kind of like, all right, let's just keep on track with our original plan. So they're just like, okay, we'll release the app. Boom. Easy. Yeah, they they might be pushing this out, you know, until they get a better 
yeah better option or they could have this as as an option in the future if people don't want to use it through their switch or whatever it is i mean it seems like a good idea if they can get it to work right but you know you're limited in this it's only when you're in the game that it's for yeah. So it's not like you could even join voice chat with friends that you play with, say Splatoon 2, before you actually get in the game. Which I feel like could be another option they could go. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to say. I like I said, I'm I'm gonna hold to that belief that they delayed to also do this stuff. Because, I mean, Nintendo has been doing some things where they're trying to listen. I mean, they've been doing it in ARMS where they really listened to the community and they added some some features in there that the community was, was happy with. So I feel like it could be. It could very well be that they, they're going to wait until they can kind of develop this functionality up on the Switch and release it maybe towards the end of the year. Uh, it's possible or, you know, beginning of next year. I'm going to hold to that until until the paid service comes out. I'm kind of or until Nintendo like officially comes out and says, "No, we're not doing this." Then, you know, because it's kind of like one of those things like, "Well, what are the reason would they have to delay this service?" I mean, yeah. But it, when is Nintendo ever straightforward? That's true. I mean, there's very <laughs> rare times when they are. Um, I felt like they were a little straightforward not at the beginning but towards the end of the whole uh, Joy-Con issue. Like I feel like at the yeah. beginning they did their uh, usual PR move and then I think at the end they kind of were like they kind of came out and were a little bit more in depth on on what's going on. Yeah. Kind of. I mean they they did a little bit more insight but then I can't remember did Nintendo themselves say it was an issue with the manufacturer? on some of them with that like i think it was a piece of foam or something on the inside i can't remember the foam is what they added yeah no no that's what was missing like that that was supposed to be there but i I guess on one manufacturer line uh they weren't adding that in and that's what was causing the issue and i was just i didn't know if nintendo was the one that said oh we added that foam or if if it was the community once they got their replaced yeah they ripped it apart and saw that i was gonna say wasn't it only the neon controllers that were having the issue um i don't know actually i just know like what happened was the issue got fixed afterwards like because people like would go buy an aftermarket uh joy con and they were like wow this one's working perfectly fine what the heck and that was one thing uh they that people were like oh this is it was something that happened earlier in the in the production phone op it's hard to say but yeah um i guess we kind of digressed a little bit too much into that but, yeah, it, but it's... hey at least we're staying on nintendo the next topic <laughs> right <laughs> so it's not like we're gonna be going too far away yeah, Ark says he doesn't think. Of, I don't think it was the neon ones either. I want to say I don't know. I just remember. I don't know. Most people were saying it was the right one that had the issue. People were always kind of claiming it. Yeah, because the the left one syncs with the right one. The right one syncs with the console. I think is how it works. I can't remember. 
all I know is I I was lucky enough to not be hit with this issue. Um, when I yeah, I ordered mine further behind everybody else. Well, when did you get yours? You got yours not like long after it was released. Yeah, that's right. Because you just got it like what a month ago. Yeah. So mine, I got mine. I pre-ordered mine. So yeah, exactly. If there was a potential, it would have been me having an issue, but I didn't. Because uh, one thing I tested was when I was playing uh, Zelda, was I literally walked to the other side of my house and the Joy Cons were still working, which I was kind of surprised by. But the thing is, is I do live in a lower population area, um, so I, yeah. there's not a whole lot of issues of like conflicting wireless signals and Bluetooth and this and that. Basically, where I live, there's not a whole lot of uh, stuff going on in the air, and so there's a lot less. Um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, interference. Interference. Yeah. And so that's probably I mean, why I was able to go across my house and still be fine. Honestly, I I may be uh, the minority, but I have only docked mine to charge. <laughs> like I like it in handheld mode so much better. Uh, just the switch itself. Yeah. You might have an issue if if it's in proximity of another switch. I heard it's also like um bluetooth headsets and such so i'm i'm guessing i have like i said i have not really looked into this but i'm going to assume it's just a 2.4 gigahertz um signal then for the controllers yeah so yeah then that's that could be your wireless router that could be your yeah. cell phone you know there's a lot that's but i mean it, so many... it was bad on obviously before they put that little foam piece on um it was actually like really bad in terms of because like you could literally just cover the controller with your hand even being really close to it and it would still kind of be cutting in and out just from your hand or putting it behind your back um and then now like once they put that foam piece in it fixed the issue completely yeah i'll have to look into that i wonder if it's just foam or if it's like a uh, i think it was the foam uh, like a signal boosting material I don't you know, know what, what the foam did exactly but i'm sure it kind of helped the signal um, it could have just been an isolator yeah something like that but anyway let's let's move on because i feel like that wasn't even a topic and we kind of kind of got yeah we sort of just so anyways so go ahead nintendo 64 classic do you beyond think, excited oh okay i was gonna say do you think that would that there's a possibility of that there is yeah. definitely definitely because especially what they've been doing with their past micro consoles with all the reboots that they've been doing there's no way that they wouldn't especially with the uh what's it called the uh i think trademark everyone. for the uh controller that looks pretty much exactly what like if... a nintendo 64 controller oh wait never mind i take that back i was gonna be like but what <laughs> if it was gonna be for just a controller for virtual console stuff on the switch and i was like wait but that's gamecube that's the rumor so I'm like, mm, but maybe. I mean, my my thing <clears throat> with the N64 Classic, we, it's been what just over. It's been what the a year and something since the NES Classic was out. Uh, not even, yeah, not even. Think, it's been like six months. Because yeah, I think it came out towards the fall. It'll it'll be it probably a year by the SNES or SNES, however you all want to say it comes out. I say SNES. Um. Uh, I do too, but some people get uh, upset. But no, I mean that 
M64 Classic is is a definite in my book. They're definitely going to do it. At least I hope so, because they yeah. will have my money. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess I'm really into it because the Nintendo 64 was the first console that I really did play and, like, could remember it. So I, I, I'm really hyped about this just so I can get, like, that super nostalgic feel from... Or, or the OG Pikmin and uh, Nintendo uh, Star Fox 64, everything yeah. like that. Just old games that Which, I love to play and I played the hell out of. So I think you get that feeling that too. you're gonna tear up. Yeah. Shoot. Well, they added in Star Fox 2, essentially. Um, that was never released, and so that's actually gonna be on the SNES Classic, and I think that's got a lot of people hyped because it's like. Boom, there's suddenly this game. It was finished and just never released, never sold. And so now here's yeah. a chance to get it and play it. Even yeah. the developer of Star Fox 2 didn't even realize that they were putting it on. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, I read an article. I, mean, I had to try to find it. It makes sense, though. It's like, this is huge because uh, that's a chance for Nintendo to be like, oh my god, look, it's an unreleased game. We never released this. Boom. And it was probably yeah, super easy definitely. for them to put it on because the game was done. Literally, they just probably had to do a little bit of things. Okay, boom, done. Money. Oh, uh, yeah, just um, a bunch of places. Kotaku and uh, IGN, The Verge, stuff like that. Just says that Star Fox's 2 um, announcement uh, surprised the team and the lead programmer as anybody else. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm I'm excited for Nintendo 64 Classic. Um, oh yeah, definitely. That's like this is the one I'm most hyped for thus far. I'm excited, but like I want them. I would rather them just and put it on the virtual console. You know. Yeah. In, in all honesty, and it, it might very well happen because uh, I'm sure the possibility of that is easy for them to just literally take it what they put on the classic. I'm sure the source code and such that's already rewritten um, could just be slapped right onto the Switch, uh, I want to say, and just run no problem. I want to say, but... I mean, you got to think, the way that they're already doing it, it's easy enough for people to just load their own ROMs onto like the NES Classic. So that means they're just using basic ROMs. So I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be able to just port them right over yeah for I, the I'd, virtual console i'd rather them do that just because i have a, i just have the the feeling like you know i'm probably not going to get my hands on it in an n64 classic you know and it's gonna hurt deep down yeah because i mean that's that's like one of the the only things that i would buy gimmicky like that just to have a, a mini n64 to set beside my regular sized n64 yeah it's gonna be interesting Wonder if they're gonna do the rumble pack in the controller. <laughs> they fucking better. <laughs> I just hope they extend the the freaking controller cable. Yes. Oh my gosh. I had so much trouble with that. Trying to freaking get all the way from the TV back to my chair so I could lay back. Yeah, like I remember playing, playing the games. NES when I was a kid, and you sat close to the old tube television, you know, and you know now I don't want to sit in front of my 50 inch 4k tv with a two and a half foot long controller cable yeah yeah it just is not fun 
Yeah, I, I completely understand that. We had like this big ass, like OG flat screen it, where it had all the tech out uh, sitting out the back and everything like that. Uh-huh. It was a big TV, and that shit was annoying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I would definitely be hyped if they gave us just an extra couple feet at least, or I, just give us a USB of... controller. As bad as that sounds. Just a USB controller would be great. Yeah. Eh. I don't know. Speaking of things, though, that. that aren't great. Segway. Pixelmon is a, is a mod for Minecraft that a lot of people love, including myself. Gets shut down. Yeah. So, one thing I want to throw out here is... um. You know, Nintendo or Pokemon Company, I should say. Uh, you know, they. Uh, a lot of people will be like, what? How could they? These people have poured in a lot of time into this mod. Why would they just go in and shut it down? And the problem is, is uh, in, in a company like this, they literally just have a team of people that just go on the internet and find things that could be at all in conflict of their copyrights, shut them down. Um, and so it's not like, I'm sure the, um, the owner uh, the head guy at Pokemon Company. I'm sure if he saw this, he would be like, "This is awesome. I love this." But he probably has never seen it. And you know, this other team of people just literally they just scour the internet, take it down. Um, because when it comes to copyrights, it's kind of like you have to defend it in order to maintain it. I guess you can say. Yeah. Uh, because if they don't, if they're not defending their copyright, then there could be issues down the road when Nintendo decides or Pokemon company decides we're going to take this thing to court because it's infringing on our copyright. And you know, you got to demonstrate that you are protecting it. So you think it's just because they started getting too close to their new content because uh, it shows here that Pixelmon uh, had released an X and Y up uh, update to the mod. And the, that's a decently recent game in Pokemon history. I know they've had a few since then. It's hard to say. Do you think it's just because they started getting too close to the new games? I don't think so. Because there's no there's no way that Pokemon didn't see this. This this mod has been so popular, there's no way they hadn't seen this before. The problem there's is no the, reason that they shouldn't have. Is the name though. I mean, I'm sure when they go through the internet and such, they're searching for Pokemon. I know, Pixelmon, but Pixelmon, it stands. It's so different, though. I mean, you got to think. I know, I know, it's different, but still, in the description, it's a Pokemon mod for Minecraft. It's hard to say. Who knows exactly? I feel and, like part of it is Pixel. The name it delayed them finding it. Probably, like, who knows? They probably could have found it at least maybe a year ago. It's possible, but I feel like that delayed it enough. I mean, if they would have just called it, I, I mean, if they named it not Pixelmon, but actually named it just pokemon mod for minecraft that would have got hit pretty quick yeah i know it would have just if they like would instant so boom. the pixelmon i feel like delayed it a little bit um the, the hard part just becomes is again i mean the internet's big there, there's a lot of stuff so it's hard I, to say exactly that, like but... how what took it to them actually finding it because again these people that are going around the internet just searching pokemon they might. They they probably don't even play Minecraft. They don't even understand video games. Maybe know, a whole lot. You're, you're you're thinking Pokemon. Now, if you look right here on the page that we we're looking at, the Polygon page it says Minecraft Pokemon Minecraft version. 
there are tons of YouTubers, I guarantee you, that had Pokemon Minecraft mod in I'm their videos. I'm wondering if it, it it's possible maybe when they started doing the um the X and Y stuff because there I, I'm pretty sure mods fall under fair use to a point, and I feel like it's possible once they started doing the X and Y stuff, um. That you know, like with X and Y, the 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 models and such are in three D and already in game, and everything. So maybe the the models, the mod made, were starting to get pretty close to the models in game. Potentially, maybe. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe that was a thing, and that it was then starting to actually fall out of that fair use realm, and actually the, being. If it, was, if it was because of the models, then they would have got taken down like three, four versions ago because they started using full 3D models for Pokemon a while back. It's hard to say, but I feel like. I mean, what... I kind of agree with Dark Whims Scott over here. I mean, it it definitely could have been about money because <laughs> this isn't the first time that Nintendo has shut down things in you know under Metroid. their copyrights. If you look at Metroid Two, the remake that was you know quote-unquote, shut down. And the Metroid movie is another one that I know a lot of people were bummed down about after a Kickstarter. They successfully raised money. And and Nintendo can't allow that stuff to go if they are... Because they own that intellectual property. Yeah. They ha- can't control the quality. So just because they don't... You know, they're not making the Metroid game or the Pixelmon mod... If the quality is bad, it can make them as a company look bad, which they could receive backlash and lose income. So I can understand why they went after who they yeah. did, why they did. And and it probably – I do agree with Xenos, though, um, about the name. That did definitely hold off. I don't think it held off for as long as it did. I think they just watched it until they started publicly Game. making enough money that, and enough following. True. I think that has to be the true statement. I think they probably they probably been following it for a while, and they're yeah, just like, okay, you're starting to get feel. big now. Let's shut you down, kind of thing. I mean, that that definitely make the most sense is the fact that they started pulling income off of their ideas, images, and everything like that. So, and I feel like a lot of it too could be um, uh, what, what was the thought? I just had the thought in my head. Oh, like you know. Once it starts getting enough traction and everything else, and like this happens with me on the Rocket League Discord server, like people join in there and then they'll they'll ping me because I have a developer role and people will just assume, oh, I'm I'm a developer of Rocket League, the game. And so they'll be PMing me questions like, what, this happened to me, can you fix this? And it's like, I'm not a developer of the game. And so it's it's very much possible that once the game started getting enough traction that there were it's possible Nintendo were getting emails, people being like, hey, can you fix your mod? And they're like, uh, this isn't our mod. And so there could be that that thing of um, public reception. You know, people are getting confused now thinking this is Nintendo's yeah. product exactly. and it's not. I mean, if anything, I would have just, instead of, fully shutting them down i would have preferred nintendo working with them on maybe a deal yeah on it that way it could keep going i mean obviously there's gonna be people out. who have legacy exactly just buy them out or something like that because obviously there are gonna be people who have legacy versions of pixelmon 
plus the fact that it's no longer going to be developed. And that's a market that they could have went with if they could have worked with um, the developers of Pixelmon as well as even Minecraft. That's something that they could have opened up to. So, Well, the beauty of it is Pixelmon is a open it's it's an open source program so somebody's got the source code out there so it's going to keep going long yeah. after yeah definitely but anyhow right. that's what i would have well, done as a developer it's like you can shut me down put all the source code online it happens yeah. to so many programs and all that it's that's what i would done because well, then i would have been like the community can continue it in their own ways boom legacy Moving on to our next topic. Y'all are in for a little treat. Oh, oh, I'm waiting. Wait, you know what it is, though, right? Yeah, that's that's what it I was starts with a V and ends with an R. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. But okay. People, people here have got a, a nice, a nice little treat where Toby's about to go on a rant because of VR. So let's sit back, relax, get some popcorn and hear what he has to say. That's all I have to say. Silence. Silence. Lovely. There you go. All right. So I was, uh, I saw the articles start popping up that was like, Oculus is going to have a $200 standalone VR headset next year. And I was sitting there going like, oh my God, is this like a legit VR headset? That's, and that's cheap. That's going to be able to, it's super affordable for people to get into the VR world and be able to enjoy some games. But no, this isn't true. And I'm, I'm really, really upset at Oculus at, at what they're doing. And another uh, podcast by Linus Tech Tips, um, they they basically covered this article. And one thing I loved and I want to just kind of point out was when they talked about this article, the one of the other guys on there, he's he's very adamant about VR. He's just like, he wants it to be a thing. And so when he heard this article, he he's just like, yeah, Oculus, they gave up. This is this is this is them giving up on the high end VR, and because they're just because um uh, HTC kind of dominated, <laughs> in my opinion, uh, a little bit dominated. I mean they they got like what two to one headsets, but okay, so two hundred dollar heads headset. What is this? What is this headset? It's basically a headset that has the phone inside it it's it's you know if that that samsung vr like yeah whatever you could do with that that's all this is going to be you're so i'm going to probably say most people have a have a smartphone potentially able to just throw into one of those headsets and do vr maybe as you have the samsung phones or I know some of the other ones are, are can do it, but they're not the greatest, but you can still do it. So those are there. Why is someone going to just go out now and spend $200 to just get a VR headset for stuff they could probably do with their phone? And so that's the reason why, like, this is my rant on this. Like, why this doesn't make sense? Oh, and it's going to be wireless, too, because, well, pretty much because the stuff's inside it. But, well, if I could play the devil's advocate really quick, no, the Samsung Gear VR is one hundred and thirty dollars, and that requires a Samsung phone of the S seven, the S seven Edge, you know, things like that. So you're only looking at 
$70 more for the exact same thing. But without the phone. The so now you yeah. have people. But this is only the headset, though. It's like literally I could spend $200 just to do VR or I can get the Samsung and at least pull it out of the thing. Oh, I can use it as a phone now. And it's my, my cell phone. It has all well, the everything reading, I would want out of a cell phone in it. Yeah, but I'm saying here it says that it's going to be their features that they're going to have on this headset is that it's going to be completely wireless and not require a phone or PC. Because the phone is inside of it pretty much. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like I have a Samsung Galaxy Note 5 and I have a Samsung Gear VR and I have played around with it. It's just too much of a hassle for me to pull it out of my case to use it. Personally, I would love to have something like that that I could sit on the couch with, believe it or not, and watch videos in VR where I don't have to have my phone tied up out of my hands, if I get a message, if I get a call, I have to then pull it out of that headset to respond or answer. With this, it's 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 an isolated device. I take it off, I'm done with it. I don't have to pull my phone out of it. I don't have to, you know, tie up my phone. I just That's, don't see the point. Yeah, Unless, I mean, you know, I understand. And That's I see just it as my the way view of giving it. up too. It's like it just feels like I mean, Oculus. Oculus was the one that came out. It was was the one that kind of pushed this drive to VR and it just feels Facebook. like this is their way of just being like, all right, we, we're out. We're just going to make this it is Facebook's it. way of recuperating their losses yeah. when they messed up the VR. <laughs> it's sad too, because like, see, like when I first saw the article title and everything else, I thought like, wow, this is Facebook, like innovating the VR realm, you know? Cause again, I thought this was $200, you know, or something for a f the full on headset. And I was like, wow, they did the, you know, they 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 figured out a way to make it cheap. And that's awesome. This is going to be great for VR. And I'm just I'm just upset because I'm I'm disappointed. Uh because it's like I mean, you look at Oculus and you look at HTC and it's like, I mean, you see HTC innovating in, in my opinion. Like, I mean, they they did get the wireless going for a full high-end VR headset which uh, the screens are 1440p, uh, two of them. Uh, that's not easy to do over wireless and keeping it extremely low latency and so on and so forth. Yeah. And they did it, and I think that's amazing. And then the controllers, especially when the first devs started with a Note 4 screen. Yeah, like as their main. It's why I like I look at that and I go like that's innovative. Like I love that. And then their new controllers that are going to be coming out soon, where it's they have like individual finger control. For how it is, it's like a handless, or I can't remember, how do you, what do they call it again? I forgot exactly what they called it, but there's ways where it, it detects your individual fingers while you're in the world, so you can actually, like, flip someone off if you want. Um, you could do that, and it's just, the controller is going to be really amazing for VR, and then it's like, and then you just, you look over and you look at Oculus, and you go, what Oculus, what are you doing right now? And then there's just a lot of question marks. Well, until now. And then now it's just, we got this $200 phone VR headset. Wow, gee, thanks, Oculus. That's my opinion. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you're not wrong. I was just trying to, you know, play the other side of somebody like me I understand. who it's just, can uh... benefit that from that, you know? Because <laughs> nothing is worse for me than inconvenience. And me having to take eight damn screws out of my aluminum phone case to put it in to the Samsung Gear VR 
just so I can play a couple games that I bought. I mean, I, effectively, I've, I've wasted like $50 in, in games on there because it's just not worth my time and effort to pull my phone out well, to do it. Get a better case. There you go. Hey, no, my case has survived so much. Don't even start with me. <laughs> I, I'm honestly scared, too, with it being Facebook. It's it's $200. I'm wondering if this is like a way of like they were like, look at this hype. Everyone buy it. And then everyone buys it. And then Facebook is like, lol, all your data is now ours. Well, and, you should know that all your data is already theirs. Yeah, because... but they're just going to get even more of it now. Because, well, I guess or even advertising and such like. I'd be like, whoa, look at this. You're going to have everyone's using VR headsets. What's that ad- advertising inside it. it? I can see it be like uh, the Futurama iPhone uh, where the ads just kind of like are very. In- um, you, you, do, have you seen that episode? No. Oh, well, it's like just a spike that they shove in your ear and a device they put in your eyes so you have a hologram. And it's just like it listens to everything and it just puts ads specifically tailored to what you're doing at that second. And I can see that happening with something like that. Or even like the Microsoft HoloLens when that comes out. Targeted ads that and listening to your conversations and everything around you. Yeah. I agree. It's just, I don't know. Uh, I'm, it's one of the things, I don't know. I, I mean, I was all for Oculus before HTC came around and such. I was like, boom, that's going to be my headset. And then now it's not. And it's because of Facebook, pretty much, actually. I'm pretty sure you could probably blame all this on Facebook. But, you know, there are... I can't segue. I was going to be like, there are some things you can't blame on. (laughs) Shut up. He tried so hard. He tried. (laughs) It got so far. Oh, that's too soon. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's way too soon. I shouldn't have done that. Anyways... Picking up, we got Overwatch Doom and Doomfist. Alright, so now, for the, Toby's for... over here making fun of his head. Alright, hold on. So... <laughs> oh shit, is this the wrong scene? No, hold on. Alright, so this is on video for anyone watching. Okay, look at this. This guy's head... Uh, there's one picture on Twitter I saw where it's just like, his head looks really big. Like, it, it just seems like his head is so out of proportion with his body. It's like, I can't. I can't. But can I just say that the cosplay is pretty on point? Yeah. Well, I'll agree with that. It was pretty on point. Tobo. Arc, please. Well, talking mechanics-wise, he's he's a rock thrower. Which, I guess at one point in development of Doomfist, he was going to pick up and throw other players which would have been pretty funny, though. But I guess I was going to say that would have been a That'd pretty be cool CC cool. if you could pick your enemy up and throw them back into, like, say, Reinhardt or what if, what anything it, and, like, disrupt them. But what if well, it wasn't enemies? Bad. I think enemies would be t- weird. What if you picked up your ally and used them as, like, a projectile? Or picked up Torb's uh, turret and just threw it over Reinhardt and his shield and yeah. let it hit from behind. Well, it's not just that. You could use it for map placement as well, depending on how powerful the throw was. If mm-hmm. you can get your players into better positions like that, then there you go. That's, yeah. You can have better map control. Or it could even be support. Like, you know, if you're getting chased down, he could grab his teammate, throw him, 
far away, far enough away where they're safe then and save them, take the hit. Instead of them well, both dying. Eh, that'd be... If that was really about all he was good for, then that'd be a fail as a character. Well, no, I'm saying that would work also. If he was able to pick up allies, use them as projectiles and everything for positioning, he could also work as a support where if something happens and, you know, they need a retreat or something, he's able to throw one of his teammates out. people out. That way it's just one instead of two. Yeah, that makes sense now that I heard it reset. Because it's hard to say, like, what you could do, like, I'm trying to think of like you obviously maybe want to like save your carry uh, but then yeah, I'm also definitely. thinking like you maybe want to save your defense too you know you could throw you know throw your Reinhard back and you know be able to where he could stay alive and and stay on the defense but yeah and I mean, it would be a really nice thing if you were you know on offense and you all got pushed off the point if you could throw you know say your tracer on there or something like that to just clear that point off pretty quickly. That would have been a, a really neat mechanic for him to have. What yeah. also would have been cool is if you could pick up also your allies' um I guess I um it stuff they put in the world. Like imagine if you could take junk rats um bomb I don't I can't remember what it was called. The thing he throws on the ground to, and explodes. If the you mine. could grab yeah, the mine, I guess. Uh if you could grab that and <laughs> And just be like, all right, I'm going to throw it into the center, you know, because Junkrat can't really throw it too far. But imagine if he was able to just chuck it farther and you could just be like, oh, I'm just going to throw that on the point. Okay. Imagine a fucking Bastion turret landing in the middle of a group. (laughs) Yeah, you just have Bastion just get thrown up in turret mode and spray down over. It would have been really cool. Fucking hilarious to watch. I wish they would have did it now, man. But then they, they, they would have to have fall damage or something like that on, so yeah, you have exactly. to time it perfectly. So you either get the kills or you're dead. Yeah. Well, or just point. take a, some, a chunk of damage. Yeah. I'd I mean, rather Bastions be dead. <laughs> well, you know what other people would probably want dead? Genji. Genji is horrible. No, Make sure everybody posts. <laughs> that was a segue into Pokemon Go Fest. Well, I just wanted to get out. Genji's horrible. You <laughs> just wanted to get Genji. This fucking baby, dude. He fucking loves Genji. He's like, he's shit. I know. I know. I love <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, so. Well, going back to proving that we are the Nintendo podcast, Pokemon Go. Uh, people are getting an apology gifts uh, due to the colossal fuck up that was their uh, first live event free uh, they had $100 worth of coins is not just a small gift yeah I'm sure people would have been happy if they just gave them all the rare Pokemon they did oh okay Never mind. Yeah, everybody that he, uh, attended the event got the legendary they're getting $100 in Pokecoins <laughs> And I believe they're getting refunds for the event. Yeah, there were, because there was there was three hours worth of line <laughs> to get into the event. I see. This. Like there were people lined up. This is pretty funny. So um, I didn't read this part of the article. I know people were booing, but it was when the CEO when he would walk onto the stage, that was when people were like, "Boo! Fix your game." 
Ah, I feel good. He deserves it. Yeah, he got booed off the stage multiple Stop times. Much. I hey, he deserves it. I mean, they they. Ruined, I mean, if you they if ruined you what at, could have been. Well, if you look at any event, like I'm going to use NASCAR for an example down here where I'm at. Whenever there's a race, the entire county has no cell service for the entire weekend that there's a race. I'm talking AT and T, Sprint, you know, Verizon, all that. The towers and all that are just done. What did you think getting ten? Like I don't even remember how many people were at the Pokemon Go event, but thousands in one little area. What is that really going to do when they're all trying to access through the same service providers to the same servers that have been messed up and the same one since it's been there since launch? It was just poorly planned on their part. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's just this is a little thing to show Pokemon Go needs it needs work. It needs a they lot need of work. To get their they need they need to get their planning together. I I don't understand like what the heck they're doing. How many people they got working on this game? Like two. Yeah, well, I mean, just look at how many other events they have around the world. This is the first one of the year. They have more coming constantly for the rest of the year i love the joke that people made back then and i feel like the joke can be applied again i i talked about this before the podcast was basically like they said they never updated their servers or added more when the game first came out it's just literally once people stopped playing the game the server issues got fixed they just didn't do anything and i feel like you can make the joke that like they're like we're gonna do this event and then maybe like one of the other co-workers were like are we going to add more servers and then the ceo john was just like nah <laughs> nah I, it'll be fine it'll be fine at the next event because now everybody's not going to want to go <laughs> yeah it's like don't go it's so upsetting though it's like they they have these chances to do you know make it good and be like it's like this was that chance too like it got a lot of people excited got people potentially getting back into pokemon go and then what do they come back to? Oh, more issues. I mean, I mean you never on. know. The next event could just be packed with even more people because they think they're going to get free items. That's, <laughs> that's possible. I would do it. But people paid a lot of money to get into this event, and that's kind of what uh, what made a lot of people upset. Well, I guess they're getting full refunds also uh, for their tickets. So they're getting $100 of Pookie Coins. They're getting the refund to the ticket. Yeah, but people flew from out of other That's countries true. to get here That's for true. this event to enjoy <laughs> themselves. And now it's just kind of like, Ruined. Uh, here's here's a goodie bag. It's got a tissue that you can wipe the tears with. Go home. Yeah. Once again, it's, it, it's not even Nintendo, but it's Nintendo related. And they have horrible, horrible decisions. Like, well, yeah, I don't think this company's necessarily anywhere close to Nintendo. Um, from my understanding, like, the, the CEO, John, he was, he's from Google. And they're yeah, just... Niantic they, is... Yeah, but they were Google. They made a different game, I forget what it's called already, that's similar to Pokemon Go. And they just basically approached Pokemon Company and was just like, yo, Pokemon. And their Pokemon Company was like, okay. And it happened. <laughs> 
So, I mean, I feel like this company you know, is definitely nowhere... Ingress. That's yeah, what the game yeah, was. That's, that's what that game is. So, it, it's hard to be like, oh, this was a Nintendo thing. I mean, it, yeah, potentially. But the, I think, honestly, I think it's just Niantic's just poor planning, poor... a lot of things, I can say. I just... I'm just not a huge fan of the company just because of a lot of stuff they did early on in Pokemon Go's life. I just feel like they were, I don't know. It just felt like at, at one point in Pokemon Go's life, it just felt like every update was just them trying to restrict how people play the game. It was just like, oh shit, you found out a way to exploit? Oh, look, we're just going to be more focused on f stopping you from doing that. Instead of like, you know, I don't know, maybe adding more content to the game. <laughs> it's like they shut down people who were using the maps. And it's like, you know, honestly, if people want to do that, let them. This is... It's, well, it's that, like that goes go into with... a... Well, yeah. That goes into a whole nother topic because there are Pokemon that are limited to European countries that Americans can't get to. South Americans can't get to. The China, you know, people from China, Japan, Thai, anywhere they can't get to because it's in a country in Europe can't or you it's in Asia. Catch those from eggs though, like they spawn to where you can actually capture them in the country, but you can get them out of eggs. I don't know, actually, hundred percent. I, I think there are a few that aren't. Like Farfetched is one of them, if I'm not mistaken, or Mister Mime. That any any Pokemon that wasn't in your country, you could hatch from an egg. But still, it's it's one of those things where I believe in, you know, people should be able to experience the game how they want to. And if people figure out a way to experience it, like, in a way of, like, just finding a Pokemon on a map, that's, I mean, people made that choice that, that they did not want to do it the Niantic way. Uh, yeah, but then that goes into other gray areas with botting and and, and scripting well, and just should be general exploits. Well, I mean, I guess there should be a point, but I feel like they should have at least left the maps there and, and or worked with them and added restrictions there, but have left that somewhat there. Like, I feel like that should have been a thing. And I don't know. There's just a lot of other things. It's just like it just felt like they were just more wanting to be restrictive than embracing and i just felt like if they would have just embraced it and worked with the company the people who made those map websites and just said hey here's our set of restrictions um we'll, we'll allow this but here's here's our guidelines of where how much we want this to be and if you don't meet this guidelines then we'll shut you down and then they should have just did that okay okay cool thanks bye and then they should just focus solely on more content they should have been like boom let's get these let's get more pokemon in let's get these battles better battles going in let's get the uh, being able to battle your friend in let's let's go full in on that instead of everything else they've done so far in my opinion granted raids have been uh, i think a step in the right direction it's just it came a year too late in my opinion yeah i i feel like just trainer battles and trading and all of that should have been not necessarily right away but within a few months of release because I know for a fact a lot of people that played when it first came out, they weren't having any luck when they ran out every day after work looking for certain things. you know. And then their friend went out once and caught four of them. It, it, there should have been more social interaction between players. Yeah. And that would have kept the game going a lot, in my opinion. Yeah. It, like I said, I just feel like Pokemon Go it just turns into all this. If they did this, if they did that. Yeah, 
which you know you can say that about almost any game. I know, but I feel like you say more so for Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just it's bad decisions on the developer's behalf, in my opinion. Agreed. Because it could have been so much more. Well, you know what could have been so much more? No man wants to play under the sky. Go shut up. I was doing my segue. I was doing my segue. Moving you out. Oh. What if he's going to notice he got moved out? I was going to say, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll steal both of your thunder. We're talking about No Man's Sky. And you some bogus command game. script. What? Oh, yeah. It's it's. They did something a f- month or two ago, where they um, they were sending out like these mysterious packages to people. Uh, I can't remember exactly the details, but everything around it was just so mysterious. And it was you know it was it obviously was no man's sky, and so people were like, "What the heck's going on?" And then now all of a sudden now they got this website out and it's mysterious and what's going on. And it's like, I don't know, part of me is just like, your game's dead. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't want to go that far, but no, it's, it's... It's been pretty dead. I wouldn't say it's completely dead. No. It's but just... they have been, they have had some nice updates, I'm not going to lie. I like the uh, the crafting and everything. That was enjoyable for a little bit. It's just, I'm interested to see, like, could they turn it around... Like are there, are all these teases has have their has their all their silence been because there's something huge about to happen and it's actually going to be good? I'm not getting my hopes up, but who knows? Anything you want to touch on? I mean, right now there are 806 people in game, so. That should say something. So they need to they need to do something to turn it around to get more players interested and invested in the game because I think it's a good game, like for what it is. Because I love space exploration and things like that. And if this is what they need or what they think they need to get users excited about their product again, let's just hope they execute it correctly. Unlike they executed their game to begin with. Yeah, no, instead of promising and then not delivering, now they're just not promising but hyping you for something. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It could just be a new cinematic trailer. It could be. Hey, travel to the center of the universe again. No Man's Sky 2. (laughs) No Man's Sky 2 on the ground. They literally just take the base game and then now it's finally everything you, it was promised to be. Just gotta buy it again. Yeah, do the old arc, the arc way. Here, buy this full price (laughs) DLC before the game's done. It's pretty funny, but I know someone's going to be like, well, isn't that what they did with like Mario Kart 8? No, they added Donkey Kong dabbing on the Switch version. That is a, that is a regress in my opinion. Nice voice crack. (laughs) Yeah, you know what, man? I'm out of water. What do you expect from me? (sighs) I'm out of water. Hey. But no, I feel like Mario Kart 8 was out enough time for it to be warranted. For Mario Kart 8's sake. Like, oh. I feel like No Man's Sky oh, yeah. like, just came out. So, you know, something like that wouldn't be possible. But yeah, got on a tangent there. 
Well, is there anything you want to just touch back on for closing sake? Uh, no. No. Uh, everybody should buy Albion online. What kind of game is that? No. It's that uh, MMO. RuneScape. Just picture RuneScape with a lot of grind. Oh, and a lot of PvP. So if you don't like PvP or 100% drops, you're not going to like that game. Well, just covering back over main topics, Splatoon 2 looks fun. You should buy it. Good balance on everything. Uh, Nintendo 64 Classic is a good probability. Pokemon Go sucks, and No Man's Sky is very mysterious. So, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I've been Caden. I've had Toby here with me and our new fellow, Brandon. Be sure to follow us on our social media and everything like that. We have got our name updated on SoundCloud. Is it updated on iTunes? I don't know, actually. Well, I know it's updated on uh, Google Play Music. So, uh, yeah, I don't you know. Definitely check it out there. And be sure to follow us on the Gaming Unleashed Twitter. It should just be at Gaming Unleashed, correct, Toby? Yeah. And check us out on YouTube. Uh, are we still using Party Up? I'm trying to no. get all this, like, news. I'm, st- I'm still trying to get this information. So, we got YouTube, Gaming Unleashed. Just everything is Gaming Unleashed now. Just imagine that. Yep. So Great. thank you for for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Stay tuned for the after party. Bye. <laughs>